This episode you're about to listen to contains talks about death and grief. Therefore, listener's choice is advised. Like I watched him die and then I raised his hand up and it was so crazy. People that I thought were close friends were so unsupportive when I lost my dad. Rather, I got this love and care and attention from people I didn't even expect it from. Strangers. From, yeah. God. Uh. If for the longest time you have been the smallest in the room, you're the person behind the scenes, like do you even know the sound of your voice? <laughs> what do I sound like? And you have stories, ideas and opinions buzzing in your head. It is time for you to level up. This is the place for you. You are the main character here and your story matters. I am Chiwendo and this is Ordinary. This, this is Ordinary. are built Well baby they're tumbling down They didn't even put up a fight They didn't even make a sound Hey you, welcome back to my podcast. I know it's been a long time I greeted you properly. So how are you doing? Hope you are good. Now about me, let me tell you, this country has stressed me. This country is insane. From voting and talking on instagram and everything we have been saying is as if we are pouring water on stone i'm tired see this country is only god that can rescue this country me i said god come and take the steering wheel of this country and just drive it if it's to the maldives you are going to drive it to drive it to that place because I don't tire. Something that has been keeping me grounded since um, all these things that have been happening in the country is conversations, talking to people. It's been long I had a deep conversation with someone. But I came to work one Sunday like that and was randomly talking to people. And Kathy, we were just talking and the kind of conversation we had that day was so deep for me. We were talking about grief and the fact that she shared herself with me to that extent. I just want to say thank you so much. And thank you too for giving me a listening ear. <laughs> yeah. I could not have was, I was speechless when we were talking because I was just asking questions because I just needed to like hear that stuff. Grief is something I've always wanted to talk about and it's a very, very sensitive topic. So as you already know, I have a guest with me. So I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. She's beautiful, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My name is Cynthia Okafo, but you can call me Kafi the Sugar and Spice. Mm-hmm. I am a presenter and I work in Radio Sapiation 95.3 FM. And today I'm on this show, um, whole... <laughs> now, my, now, my podcast, now my podcast, you won't go like this. Ah, God, I don't suffer. The ordinary. 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 Ordinary with a H. Okay. Yoruba accent. Ordinary, ordinary podcast. podcast. I'm Wim. right here on the show today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank the you. People are, the people listening already love you. I know, because your voice <laughs> is sweet. How are you? How are you doing? I'm fine. Um, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really that fine because I'm still trying to, you know, pick up myself. Mm-hmm. Since ever since I lost my dad, you know, I'm just getting, I'm trying to heal. I'm trying to pick up myself, go back to my normal life and all yeah. that. So it has not been easy, but with the help of God, by the grace of God, yeah. everything will, will pass. I'm so sorry for the loss of your dad. Thank you very and much. And I hope God grants you fortitude and hope and peace whenever you need it. Amen. Amen. Thank you. This, this thing I just said now, 
I find it so hard to tell it to people when they lose their parents because I don't know whether it's the right thing to say. And what no, else? We are going to we are going to come to that part. We are going to come to that part. What so else? let's let's talk about your dad. Okay. What was your relationship like with your dad? Like while growing up, what was I want to I want to get into your head. I want to paint a picture from like what was it like when you were growing up with your dad? Hmm. Thank you for that beautiful question. You're welcome, my dear. <laughs> growing <laughs> up with my dad, mm-hmm. we had this um, fatherly and daughterly relationship. I mean, we were so close. Mm-hmm. We bonded so much. Get. In fact, I was the definition of daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. Come because on. Because I always got everything I wanted. Not like he doesn't love my other siblings. But then, as a last child, you know, I can even put that one first. Can you put that one first? Yeah. And again, um, I feel like he has a special spot for me and I have a special spot for him. Yeah. So, we just flowed together. You get? Yeah. We bonded so much. So, growing up, he took me to the best schools. Yeah down to my university level he provided for me he was always there for me he prayed for me yeah. gave me words of encouragement mm-hmm. to be the best version of myself yeah he was a very religious man yeah there was never a time during my school days or while while i was away from home that he called me and he doesn't end the call with prayers he loves to pray oh come on <laughs> so my dad was like my safety net he was my advisor and my everything yeah and i miss him so much for that yeah you know when i was growing up um Sometimes I do have this imagination. Being that we were so close, sometimes I don't imagine what life would look like if I ever lose him. Hmm. I discard the thought immediately because hmm. it's so scary and crazy to think of, you know. But now it has happened. Something I've always been scared of has finally happened. Yeah. But then I'm happy that before it happened, it's not like it just came suddenly, but we were prepared. I was prepared for it, like we were prepared hmm. for it, and then it happened. So, who am I to question God? He's the giver and the taker of life. So, and I believe that this life is timed. Once, once your time is up, you go. You go. So, but one thing I'm happy about is that I know, and He knows wherever I is, that He lived a fulfilled life. So, yeah, that's it. Wow. So the 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 relationship was not like transactional because you know most uh, father and daughter or father and children relationship yeah. is more of like finances. The no, no, dad no. is the provider, so there was emotional <laughs> something going on. No, no, it wasn't like that. It's just you know it just flowed. I I don't even need to ask for anything. I don't yeah. know. It was it was just there. Yeah. So yeah. you could you could actually sit down and talk with your dad. Of course, I discussed with him like you know what I mean. We bonded like we yeah. were so close that the communication was there and everything. Yeah. I'm happy for you because not a lot of people have that with their with their fathers. And yeah. To have that beautiful thing, yeah. I'm just wondering what kind of. I'm like, lucky. I'm I'm lucky. I had one. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you are truly lucky. You yeah. are. You are. And I'm just wondering what, what was your dad's personality? What did he like? What did he like doing? Like who was he at home? Okay, my dad was an incredible man. He Ooh. was an incredible man. Okay. Like, he provided for his family and made sure we, his kids, had nothing to lack. In fact, he brought joy to us. Mm. He was a blessing and a gift of God to yeah. us, you know. Let me say, he was a disciplinarian. He was once an, um, an army officer. Are you serious? <laughs> he was worked in the army. Yeah. But yet, he's a selfless man because he could never pass out the opportunity to lend a helping hand or support his friends yeah. or loved ones, giving half the chance. My dad, he was a true Christian. 
In fact, he lived his life marked with absolute fear and love of God. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and he was, you know, I'm not boasting about it, but my dad was a very popular person for his honesty. He was, he was honest. You know, I don't even need to tell you, but I, I think if you're close to me or if anybody listening to this is close to me, you can go and ask around. Yeah. I think the people will do the talking for me. So he was wow. very popular for that. Mm-hmm. He would always say the truth, even in the most difficult circumstances. Yeah, difficult circumstances. Yeah. yeah. So he has even risked being ridiculed because of his commitment to truth, fairness, and justice. So, but then I'm not going to talk much about this. But let me just end it with that. I'm going to reiterate that he lived a good life mm-hmm. and he enjoyed the love and affection of his children. So, off the top of your head, was that? sweet memory you have of your dad mm, that memory when i was in secondary school yeah he was practically always there for me like i'm not just going to say this but like there were a lot of memories that i can't even remember so there are a lot of things to talk about majorly i had sweet sweet memories with him yeah there is no particular one so since mm-hmm. since he left yeah what has life been without him you know, it's an awful feeling to lose a loved one. It's an, it's, it's an awful feeling. And I pray nobody experienced that, but then that is something everybody's going to experience, but then not too soon. Yeah. So it's, it's really an awful feeling. You know, the thought that I'm probably going to spend the rest of my life without him by my side is completely intolerable. But mm. then, what would I do? Yeah. What can I do? Do you, do you always seek, like say you call somebody, do you always seek him praying for you? Or you come to a part of the house and remember when he sat in a particular part of oh the house. Oh my God, I do that a lot. And then whenever I get to his part- to this particular spot we normally stay and discuss, yeah. I just break down. You know, I've been trying to pick up myself. Like, life has been kind of hard. But then, I just get up, console myself, pick up myself. I, I, I try to put a smile on my face every single day. Even though it's it's very hard. But then, I try to do that So. I believe this will pass. Yeah, it will surely pass. When you break down or you are or you are in deep, you are feeling this intense sorrow. How do you get yourself from back from it? Like from feeling sad again? I just try to do things that will make me forget. Like what things? Like what? Like I could just go out, mm. try to remember the good things he has done, and try to remember that. He didn't just die suddenly. At least um, he had time. Do you think it's you feel better sometimes because you know that okay, you were, it was it was not it was not sudden. It didn't just like happen immediately. You were prepared for it. Yeah, sometimes um, I do remember the times when he was sick, and then I feel like you know a lot of people just die without even. Um, any hello yeah any dead, hello, I'm here I'm that, yeah. yeah but this particular one my dad's death it didn't just happen suddenly you know some people can just go out they'll be killed by accidents yeah so many things but then he was i feel like he was prepared so whenever i remember that he was prepared and we were kind of prepared mm. but then we, we were actually expecting it but then it was not this soon, yeah. but then at least everyone everyone was kind of expecting it in a way. We are making yeah. making up your mind. Yeah, slowly. we just made up our mind. So yeah. So like moments leading up to his death, just walk me through that. Hmm. His death happened. Oh my God! It's a very terrible. It was a very terrible experience. Like I. I regret 
that day ever coming up but then who am i to christian god like i said before okay it happened on the 2nd of december 2022 like usually whenever i wake up in the morning Mm. i prepare his breakfast even though he got to some point he stopped eating but then my mom will all try and you know talk to him and then make him feel good we'll try to make him eat and at the end of the day he'll find a way my mom might just you know help him out maybe she she could just eat with him and then he'll join her and all that so i prepared his breakfast like normally and then i went to a nearby plaza to get something and when i came out my mom was like my your dad has not eaten no I should I should try and make him eat. And then I was like, Oh dad, you need to eat. You know, I tried to, you know, convince him to eat and he said he now called me, I said I should sit down. He said, You people should stop wasting food. And then I was you know, I was kind of it sounded weird. Mm. And I was like, No, Dad, you don't have to say this, you have to eat and all that. I I convinced him. Yeah. So he managed to eat something. At least he managed to eat. Mm. And then Normally, I do have evening programs in my office. So, around that kind, 3 p.m., or I think around 2 p.m., I went to get ready for work. I went upstairs, took my bath, was getting ready for work. And then my mom came upstairs and called me and said my dad needed my attention. And then I came downstairs because whenever he calls me, I do not hesitate to go and know why exactly he's calling me. So, immediately I got downstairs and then he, he called me. I said, he called me and then he said... What are you doing now? I said that I'm getting ready for work. And then he was like, I should stay close. I should not go far. Mm. You know, it sounded so weird. Yeah. And then my mom told me that. He also told her, told her to call his sales girl to lock up and bring back the keys. Yeah. You know, some kind of statement. Like, like it's, it was so weird. And then yeah. I asked him. I was, I, I became, I became so weak. Yeah. I sat down on the bed and I was asking him, dad, how are you feeling? Mm. Why are you saying this? And then he told me, I can't breathe well. I was kind of tense. I was like, no, that, you know, immediately I called, I told my mom, my mom called my elder brother. You know, normally my dad, because my siblings are not, are not close. Like we're not like in the same location, in the same location, you mm-hmm. know, they are, they are far away. And then my dad always likes to give them hope yeah. that he's getting better. So he doesn't want them to feel sad. Yeah. So whenever he refuses to take his drug, because normally as a person that, that is sick, sometimes he gets tired of taking drugs. So I, I, I don't blame him for that. So sometimes he gets tired of taking drugs. And then when my mom wants to tease him and tell him that he's going to call my sibling, he will be like, no, 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 don't call them. I'm going to take my drugs. Yeah. But on this particular day, my mom was like, I'm going to call one of your children one of your children then he said go ahead and call them he didn't he didn't care at that point he didn't even care yeah so my mom called my brother immediately and then he sent my cousin because he was not close he sent my cousin brother to come and pick him to the hospital so we all got ready i forgot about work that day we all got ready and we tried managed to manage to put him in the car and then i sat in the car with him because I was trying to avoid my mom because I don't want her to hear our conversation because she's someone that you know my mom she's so soft hearted yeah. and I don't like to to say things in her presence that will make her feel sad or, or anything mm. even my dad knows that sometimes she'll call me and tell me tell your mom to stop crying I'm going to get better and all that so but that day I tried to call I, I tried to conversate with my dad you know I sat in the back seat with him and then I, I was I was looking at him like he was looking at him I felt like he has gone already like he was not even he was not even there again so I looked at him and I called him dad 
please don't do this to us you know but then my mom seems to be coming and then i was trying to you know balance the whole conversation immediately she came like we didn't really have that conversation for a long time yeah. and then i got down entered the car the front seat and then we went to the hospital i'm sorry i'm not going to be saying much about this because i might get i might, I might tear up because I hate that experience. It's a very terrible experience. So mm. when we got to the hospital, it wasn't even up to two hours. My dad gave up. Like I watched my dad give up. Like I watched him die. And then I raised his hand up and you know, it was so crazy. You know, it was it was it was so crazy. And like I couldn't I couldn't even handle that. Yeah, sorry. So I ran to the nurses there and sorry. then I asked them and then they said your dad is gone. You can't do anything. You can't do anything to bring him back. You just have to pray. And then I couldn't even get myself that day. I just had to, you know. My mom was a very my mom. She was she was very strong that day. You yeah. know, I, I wasn't I wasn't even expecting her to be that strong. But then she was the one that told me to 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 come down. That my dad is gone and there's nothing we can do. So yeah. that was how it happened. Like I said, I'm not going to go too far talking about this. So so sorry. Sorry. Thank you. If I could get another chance, another walk, another dance with him, I'd play a song that would never ever end. How I'd love, love, love to dance with my father again. When it happened, how did you start, like, did you get the courage to tell people about it? For some time, I was a little bit, I didn't even know how to tell people. But then, you know, I just, I just posted on my WhatsApp status and people were like, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. That was all. I just called a few people to tell, tell them. them. So, these few people you called... Were they there for you? How did they react? Were, did they console you enough? Were they present as friends? Well, you know, one of the lessons I learned after I lost my dad was never to expect much from people. Yeah. You know, um, um, you really get disappointed. If you think people would do the same thing you have done for them. Nobody was raised the same. Yeah, so mm. I, I, I learned never to expect much from people. You yeah. get so... People I, I thought were close friends were so unsupportive when I lost my dad. Yeah. Rather, I got this love and care and attention from people I didn't even expect it from. Strangers. From, yeah. So, even someone I called my best friend, mm. you know, we grew up together, we grew up together, did everything together, confided in each other so much, but not until I lost my dad. She was never there for me. She didn't even call to commiserate. Like, she didn't even call. She just called randomly and never even showed care. God. You get Like, yeah. she never even showed care. Okay, you know, they said friends do not count favors. But I'm not going to count favors now. But then I knew how I was there for her when she lost her mom. Mm. You know, I was there for her. And she knows that I was there for her genuinely. Yeah. Even, even right from when her mom fell sick, I was there for her. But... When it came to my side, it was the reverse was the case. She yeah. was never there for me, even when even when my dad was sick, she never even called me. She never even asked after him, unless I reminded her. Maybe sometimes when we're talking on the phone, I'll be like, 
babe, you haven't even asked me of my dad. And then she'd be like, oh, sorry, I forgot. This was, you know, it sounds so fake. You yeah. understand? Like something I, something I had to remind you. Yeah. So then, until I lost my dad, I called her and I told her, I, I don't know, but I felt like she was so reluctant about the whole thing. She didn't even, like, she just called randomly. How did, how did the conversation go? Like, when you called her, how did the conversation go? Okay, firstly, I called her. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to go in, into the um, conversation about this particular thing because yeah. for me, I have forgotten about it. Even, I want her to listen to this show because this is the first time she's going to be hearing it because I don't even, ha- like, I don't even know how to walk up to her and tell her because it's so shameful that she didn't, like, she she didn't do what she was supposed to it's do. It's on her. It's on her. You know, mm-hmm. for me, they mm. said don't expect much from people, but I, I expected much from her. Yeah. Even though I don't expect much from, you know, just casual friends, but particularly her, I expected much from her. Yeah. So, you know, when when did, when this happened, I called her on phone, mm. and then she did pick, I called her, she did pick the third time. Then when I when I called her, and then she picked up the next day, mm. and I told her what happened. She now said, "Oh, so sorry. Hey, where are you? This one, this one. I'm a, you know, she was just so plain about the whole thing. You know, yeah. she didn't show that. But then, I felt sad. Even when my siblings, okay, even to the extent that she never even asked me, like you know, situations like what d- happened during yeah during the preparation of the burial. She never even cared to ask me. Yeah." Maybe the date, the preparation, and how how the preparation is going, and all that. She didn't even care to ask me. Yeah. Even my siblings, when they came back for the burial, people that know that was close to her, they were asking me, ah, ah, "How far? This your friend is supposed to be here, and what happened?" Then I'll kind of try to cover her up. Mm. You yeah. know, I'll be like, maybe she's busy in school, she's doing that. But then I was hurting badly because I actually didn't expect such thing from her. But then it's fine. Mm. Like I said. Do not expect much from people, and it uh, it has it has actually revealed her real personality to me. Yeah, you so know, you guys don't talk. No, now. we talk, we talk, we talk, we talk yeah. very well. But then, I'm sorry to say this because I know she's going to be listening to this podcast. But I'm sorry to say this that it is never going to be how it was be- before. So that's it. Yeah. So let me just put in something. This is where I make my confession, right? Okay. I was in this office when. I heard about your dad's death. Okay. We were not close. We were just, hi, hello, people. How far? Okay. Come and set the studio. Fine. I wanted to tell you, I heard about your dad, your dad dying. And, you know, sorry about it. I hope God grants you fortitude and everything I had in my head. But I couldn't. Because, number one, I, we don't know each other. And it was very sensitive to talk about. Like, you hear on Instagram... Like, she might not to come out to say that she doesn't like when people tell her so. Like, if we had to tell her sorry, say it in a certain way. Don't be provocative about it. Like, it has made a lot of people not to know what to say okay. when they are consoling someone. So, I didn't know how to console you then. But, I just want to say sorry if it felt like maybe the energy you were getting from the office. Nobody cared about it in the office. Yeah. Do you get? But, just know that. It's not an excuse, but I actually did care. It was in my head. Okay. Dig it. Okay. I said a little prayer the day I heard it. So. <laughs> okay. But I just didn't know how to say it. So this is out to anybody who doesn't know what to say. I had a friend. I, I, I know it's not hard. I have a friend who lost his mom. The day I heard it, I was, I was 
Isibali him like I was like oh my god. How is how is he going? Like what's going on? How is he? And I didn't know I knew I knew this thing for myself, but I didn't know how to tell him sorry. Okay. But you know the thing I did? I I texted him, Abi called and I asked him, "How do you want me to be there for you as a friend? How do you want me to show that I care?" Okay. And he told me what he wanted. So if you are someone that is super sensitive about consoling people, I don't know how to express your sympathy. I think the easiest thing to do is to ask ask the person. Yeah. Rather than keeping mute. Rather than keep no, ah, why would you keep mute? Your very close friend lost somebody okay, important okay, in okay. their okay. life you, and you're you, keeping okay, mute. Right now you're talking about close friends. Yeah, close friends. You know, okay, let me tell you something. You know, quite right when I lost my dad, you as a person, Chiwendu, mm-hmm. you didn't, you know, say you're sorry, you okay. didn't say any condolence message. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't feel it, you know. Because you don't know me. Yeah. We don't know like, each other. We're like not, we're not we're not close. F off man. <laughs> I don't like, care. We're not close. So Yeah. But even if you did, I'm going to appreciate that. But then it's still not going to be like that of someone who I'm very much very close, close to. Yeah. You get the point. So that's why I'm, I'm saying that even the people I never expected mm. to show me love and care. Thumbs up to this particular girl. I'm going to mention her name, Susan. Mm. Shout out Susan. to Susan. Shout out to Susan. She Shout out to Susan. <laughs> I was looking at the audience. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Susan. Shout out to Give. Shout out to Nene. Mm. At yeah. least they were there for me. Yeah. They were there for me. And shout out to Ngozi. Mm. And this particular girl was someone, this particular Ngozi I mentioned was someone I met just a day and then we bonded so much. And then she heard about my dad's and then she carried it on her shoulders. And then she like she kept on checking up on me every single day till yeah. he was buried. Because yeah. it was there for me. Mm. So but this particular girl, my best friend, someone I called my best friend, Ogechuku is her name. And Hi. yes. I'm going to call her Anne. <laughs> going to, oh, God. Like she, mm. I expected. Okay, even if all those people showed me love and care, mm. but then her own should be different. Like even if, even if she did half of what those people did, at mm. least I would, I would, I would be happy. But she didn't do half of that. She, I, I know, I know you don't understand this. I know you don't understand this. <laughs> I mean, I've never been hurt like that by friends. <laughs> I've been hurt by friends more. I won't understand yeah, your own heart. Want, yeah. I know you shouldn't ask her why she did what she did. That's what I said. I am like I, you know, I'm not even not. I'm not scared of telling her. But then it's kind of a shameful thing that she did. Like I don't know how to put it. But then I don't even know how to tell her that she did something like it's something she's supposed to know. So, yeah. But up to today, she hasn't even like re- like realized her mistakes. Because I kind of give, I, I kind of gave her attitude for some time, and then up to today, she has never even asked me why were you giving me attitude. Ooh. But we've been talking, but yeah. then she has never asked me. Yeah, you know, I you don't even want to know her reason why she. What reason are you yeah. going to give me? Just, no matter what, Kathy just gave me what reason. I was oh like, okay, God. I'm going to zip my mouth now. I'm not going to ask about Anne again. I'm going to ask about Anne again. But I feel like if you have a very close friend that lost their parent and you don't know who to be, open your mouth and ask the person. Because most people might not like people calling them back to back to check up on them okay. or texting them okay. back to okay. back. Okay, do you know? Do you know the thing here was that even when her mom was sick. Yeah, like I kept on, you know, I checked up on her steadily, mm. even to the extent that 
when I like even to the extent I felt like I was disturbing her with my calls and everything. Yeah. You know. But then when it came to my own side She didn't disturb you. Not <laughs> even about disturbing me. <laughs> but then if she at least showed some kind of you know, some level of care yeah. and love yeah. to be understandable. But then it's fine. It's fine. Oh wow. Do you at any time blame yourself? For your dad's dead. Like, no, no, no. I do not. <laughs> I don't. So whenever you remember him, are you scared? Do you, uh, do you used to be scared? Oh, oh my God. That question. <laughs> you know, um, not scared, but then, you know, being so close to someone and then losing the person, you know, sometimes you feel like your presence, you yeah. feel like they're always there. And during that period, that was when I was kind of... I was I was a little bit scared. Of course, I'm a human, but I was a little bit scared. You know, sometimes when I want that to, the spirit to yeah, sometimes when I want to, girls. you know, have my bath, I have to call my sister to come oh, with me. Man. You know, yeah. some kind of things. But now, everything is it's settling it's quietly. Normal, yeah. So as everything is settling, this is life, yeah. Yeah. Most times, when you feel like okay, I think I'm getting better. I think I'm feeling better. The next day, you just like, boom, like everything just rushes back yeah does it happen yeah it happens it happens <laughs> even even as i'm speaking now today mm. when i woke up this morning it hits me hard yeah i'm telling you but you know sometimes i wake up and then i move on my day but mm. just like you said sometimes but i think it's going to be like this until you know time heals everything yeah yeah by the grace of god by the grace of god yeah, I hope so. I yeah, hope so. This will come and pass. Then when when you are dis- when you are discussing with people about, you know, your dad passed your dad passing, what are the conspiracy theories they bring up? Like the things they say and you're just like, What 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 the hell are you saying? What the hell? I just lost my dad and you're saying that. You know, I think nobody said anything like that, but mm-hmm. rather they were just trying to console me, saying things that would console me. Mm-hmm. Lots of people said a lot of people were like telling me how their dad passed even without getting up to that age yeah how he even had the chance mm-hmm. because there was um this reverend father in my area that normally comes to pray for him yeah. when he was still alive and give him communion mm-hmm. so this uh, priest never told us all the things my dad told him mm. it was on the day he was celebrating mass for my dad in the church that he opened up about everything my dad has been telling him yeah. you know and we were shocked yeah. I feel like my dad was not able to tell us because he he, he, he feels like we cannot handle it. Mm. But then, the parish priest said, whenever he comes to give him communion, that sometimes he would tell him that he's tired of life. And the only thing he feels like doing right now is to go back to his creator. Mm. And then he was looking for a way to tell his children to stop wasting money on 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 mm-hmm. on, on his on his on on his drugs mm-hmm. but then he doesn't have the the courage to come and tell his children but he just have to tell him you understand yeah. and then he said that when he dies that he should tell the world that he has lived a fulfilled life that mm-hmm. was what he told the prison then he was saying that everybody was shocked yeah so people hearing that also they, they came to tell me that what are people that doesn't even have chance to even, you know, apologize to their God, do so many things and all that. Yeah. But then I had the opportunity. Like, but then... Your dad had the opportunity to experience My dad had the opportunity that. to experience that and all. So, mm-hmm. so they tried to console me. Yeah. And that's all. I think you're just a different kind of person. Yeah. Maybe I didn't see that way. Yeah, because some people might see... Do you know, a lot of people will go on Instagram rant, talking about the rubbish people tell them. 
when they lose somebody. And that's why a lot of people have withdrawn a bit when they want to console somebody because they don't know the right things to say. Yeah. So I think you're different. You don't... Okay, then... Maybe you're just seeing it as a person coming to console console me. You don't really mean anything. Some people say it in a kind of... um, in a kind of way that if it wasn't me, mm-hmm. like my kind of person, yeah. the person might not actually understand. Yeah. Some people would be like, you're even lucky you even lived up to up to. They this say, they, yeah, they just yeah. say like, yeah, you're even lucky you lived up. What about me? Because stop crying, move on and all. But, what, you know but nobody gets, this is about. But then I feel like they are just gingering me up to, you know, get over myself, the pain. Yeah, get over the pain. But then I, I don't, I don't see it like, yeah. Shout my own is be careful. Be, know who you are talking to. No, who you are because it's not everybody that will take you likely, do you get? Yeah, so let's talk about your mom and your sibling. How have they been? My mom, whoever told me that my mom is this strong, it was it was it was after my dad's death. Well, my mom was has always been a strong woman, but I feel like she's she was like she's a very emotional person. I felt like she was a very emotional person then, but not until this my dad's death happened. You know, she was very strong. She was very strong. And then, I feel like, the way she took care of my dad, I feel like half of the women these days cannot even do that. The way she took care of my dad, the way she, oh my God. Like, I'm so proud of my mom. And I love her for that. And wherever she is, thumbs up to my mom, Patricia. I love you so much. Shout out to my mom. Patricia, I love you so much. You know that woman? Like, she did a lot of, like, she she carried my dad like a baby. Mm. And my dad knows that. That was why sometimes... Sometimes, sometimes my dad would be like, tell your mom to stop crying. Tell mm-hmm. your mom to stop crying and all that. So then, and my mom, my mom is someone, because my siblings are far away, mm-hmm. she's someone that, she likes to give them hope that yeah. my dad is getting better, knowing fully well that he is not getting any way better. But then she wants to give them hope because you know, why they are far away and they are, they are not close to this, like, they're not house, around. They are, yeah. they are not around. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not understand. Even, even when you tell them that, that, the sickness has gotten worse. They might think, "Oh my God, he's so bad." bad. Mm. But my mom will keep on giving them hope that he is getting better. Yeah. Get so she was a very strong woman. Do you, do you catch her sometimes crying or being weak? Yeah, sometimes I do. But I'll be like, "Mom, you need to." You know, something here is about like I handle my emotions whenever I'm close to her. You know, mm. whenever she starts crying. I will be crying too, but then I'm not going to make like I'm not going to let her notice that I'm crying. I'll just try to console her. You know, yeah. it's going to be a very hard thing for her to get up because this is someone she has built with for for a very long time. time. How long were they married? They're married for like mm, okay, they've been married like forty-eight years. Mad. You know, they would have been doing their fifty years jubilee. Yeah, you know, um, golden next, jubilee. Yeah, next two years, but mm. then it happened this way. Yeah, uh, it's fine. Yeah, your siblings and call. How are they? Siblings, they are trying to cope. They're trying to cope. You know, you guys like close. console each other. Yeah, we do each console other. each other. We do console each other and all that. And yeah. I'm really going to thank my siblings a lot because they really did their best. Even to the extent that my dad was like telling them, "Please, you guys should stop wasting money." Yeah. You have done enough, but then we all love our dad. There is, you know, there is no reason for I and my siblings to feel guilty because we did everything. My mm. siblings, they did everything. They put in their money, prayers, everything. Yeah, to make sure my dad was fine. But then I think it's God's wish. Yeah. So, do you regret? Do you put regret anything about, you know, his sickness? Um, me talking about regretting anything about his sickness is like talking about 
his sickness and I think I don't want to talk about it. Okay, okay, fine. So what will you miss the most? Hmm. Literally oh, everything. Yeah, I miss everything. There's nothing in particular. I miss everything about him. I miss his disciplinarian character. Did he ever vlog you? Oh my god, he did when I was a kid and then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he did. He disciplined us. Mm. Yeah, he was a true Christian and we followed his footsteps. You know, there are a lot of things to miss about my dad. Yeah. I miss him so much. So, Countless things. Achieving things. When you're achieving things, okay. do you always think, I wish my dad was here to witness all those stuff? I don't think there is anything to regret. Yeah. Because I think my dad has seen everything he should. Like he has he has he has watched us his children excel in our different fields of endeavors. He put that Yes. The values you are mentioning yes, yes. put it in you. Yeah, so. the only thing I'll say that I'll be sad about might be when I'm getting married, you know. Mm. I'll feel his absence. Mm. But then till then. Yeah, till then. <laughs> <laughs> so um thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for giving me a little for sharing. Day. I wish the conversation will be longer, <laughs> but this the little amount, yeah. this one you shared with me is I'm going to hold it dear to my heart because yeah, thank you so much. So what what do you have to tell someone listening, like somebody that lost their parent? What do you have to tell them? Okay, um, what I have to tell you is that you have lost someone, mm-hmm. but believe me, it will come and pass. You will get over it. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. But by the grace of God, you will get over it. Just yeah. give it time. Just yeah. give it time. Just give you it will time. Heal. Yeah. And to anybody that have lost someone out there, I pray you yeah. find a reason to always live every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something. I hope you got something from Kathy's story. And yeah, I'm still your girl Chiwendo. Should Kathy say that for us? <laughs> should, should I sign out? Okay, let me just sign out. I'll see your girl Chiwendo, and we had Kathy on today's episode. Another episode of Ordinary. I'm sorry if you're watching. Ordinary? <laughs> Did you hear that? I'm sorry if you're watching. Ordinary, but Ordinary. Say it with force. Ordinary. We're just ordinary people. I'm sorry if you're watching. If you're watching, and I've been looking at the recorder because that's all I know throughout uh, my podcasting. I always use recorders. I don't use camera. So my eye, I just be going to the recorder. But pardon me. Anyways, this is where this episode is going to come to an end. And from me to you is, I love you. Peace out. And from me, coffee, sugar, and spice. Bye-bye. Bye. Keep me close. Safe and sound. Drum